Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I Speak Dead People. This is Sarah Bolstead. Thanks for all the support with these first handfuls of episodes. I also now have Facebook, so check me out on the socials at I Speak Dead People Podcast. And let's keep it up. Everyone's been so great, and if you would like to be on the show or know anyone that might want to be on the show, send me a message. I love messages. I love talking to people, so send them my way. We'll maybe get it arranged. My next episode is with my friend Jacob Billman, or Bill, as some people call him. We go way back. My mom can probably blame him for my green hair in middle school and the shitty email music I always listen to and still love to this day. He is uh, quite influential to my skater boy upbringing, I would say. Little did we know we'd go on to be friends in college until now and both lose one of our parents in our adult lives. The day after our interview, he said that our conversation would definitely confirm anyone's thoughts that he might have been a douchebag. And I do not think he's a douchebag at all. His perspective on life and death are super interesting. He really emphasizes the human connection. He's also just one of those people that his laugh makes me laugh, and he's just goofy and fun to talk to about anything, really. So props to him for making this a fun one. I hope you guys have just as much fun listening to it as we did making it. So... I would like to say, here he is. This is my friend, Jacob Billman. I left the house, and so I just like hopped in the car and headed over here, kind of deal. Yeah, that's fine. That's, well, it's nice to have beers because we tried doing sober October, and I lasted two weeks. What is it? The fifteenth? I lasted two is weeks. Is Cook still on it? Yeah, Cook's still on it. I, well, he's like, I'm doing Silver October. and I, Not that he, he didn't ask me to do it, but I was like in my head like, fuck that. I'm like, I, but I haven't been that bad with booze over this last, like, so many months. I mean, I drink every week, but not like... Yeah. I haven't had, like, hangovers and been, like, an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, on a Saturday, I might end up having four beers on that day, and then, like, one beer on Tuesday, and three on a Thursday ran, you know, it's, uh-huh. so I feel like you're it's allowed. It's amazing the amount of IPAs I can have in like one night. <laughs> I'll drink oh, like six. I feel like such a <laughs> fat ass with IPAs. I always, the, my mindset is always, uh, the, you're eat, like everyone you drink is eating a sandwich and you're like, would you rather have a sandwich or that beer? Cause it's like 200 calories or 250, like a turkey sandwich. So now I have like four. I'm like, I just had four fucking sandwiches. Even so, it's like, oh God. Well, even if you had like six turkey sandwiches as opposed to six fucking IPAs, you still feel better than six yeah. IPAs. No, I know. Because it's probably like 10 sandwiches. Seriously. I never did the actual math on it's it. Crazy. <laughs> so. Like for that two weeks that I wasn't drinking. I was still just eating everything in sight and, like, was losing weight. Oh, man. No, the... And Carrie has been on... Like, I got got burnt out on IPAs. And then uh, Carrie started buying the juicy ones late... Like, the last couple months. Uh And those are... Like, I kind of got back in the whole IPA Uh thing when I was, like, 
doing different types of ales and pilsners and shit because they're lighter. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now it kind of got back into that. Oh my God, yeah. Well, how about we get started? You want to? Yeah. All right. Well, so we are going to talk about your mom. So. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, so you're I ready for this, right? Yes. Okay. It, it's not even that hard for me to talk about, honestly. Okay. Um. Yeah, and that's also another reason why I wanted to talk to you because it kind of isn't, and we've had these moments of like being at the bar together when I'm like making fun of someone who's like toothless and barely oh. has any clothes on, and you're like. I don't know, I say something to you and you're like, honestly, I don't give a shit what people do anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then you're texting me the next day and you're like, oh God, sorry, I went off on tangents about death and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, no, I loved it. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I hope you got that in the sandwiches on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, so I thought like your mom's story has a couple different elements to it mm-hmm. that like you experienced with her mom, with her life and her death. She had like this cancer element and then a few years go by and then is in a car accident. Yeah. Right. And so I don't really know the story. I don't even know what type of cancer or anything that she had, but I know we talked about it just cause my dad did. And so if you wouldn't mind just kind of little intro to your mom's last years of life. Yeah, no, uh, I was already living in Missoula at the time. And so my mom got breast cancer and it, it was a little weird because I don't know how much my parents were really trying to hide from me or tell how bad it was or things like that. Um, they, it was just kind of, I don't think they knew how to like, really talk about it with me too much so I was a little in the dark but with with that I kind of feared it was pretty bad but they were talking about two different types of breast cancers and I feel kind of bad not having like the the real background on it with having my own mom have cancer like I feel a little shallow sometimes like that I didn't dive a little deeper but Uh there's two kinds and there's like one really bad kind and one not as bad. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, kind of saying, like, oh, she doesn't have as bad a kind. So I had kind of, like, a hope. But then, like, you know, kind of found out that she did have the the worst kind. She t- told me. So I was, that's what m- made me realize they weren't, like, maybe telling me everything. Okay. But, I mean, it's still, like, a, a scary thing. But the naturally or, in, like, maybe subconsciously, mm-hmm. I just had it kind of in my head, like, uh, oh, she's not gonna die from this, like, she'll, and just kind of her attitude towards me, I just, like, the, her, like, confidence in how she talked me about it, I think, just put that in my head, like, that I I wasn't, I mean, I had, like, a little worry that she's death, but I had more of, like, motivation and, like, oh, she's got this, uh, and, and she'll beat it, and, like, as her treatments went on and stuff, from what they told me, she, you know, we got a lot of good news here and there, but I mean, she had to do some severe chemo and, uh, like, mastectomy, all, like, all the bad, bad stuff. So, I mean, it was, so that's where it's like, okay, it it was, it was bad, and, uh, did you ever, like, so then was there a point where you're like, okay, maybe she could die from this, and you started... Well, I mean, like, those things went through my mind, but I, I swear it was, like, one of those things where I just never... 
I, I'm a person, I, I do have a lot of anxiety and things like that. And I guess compare, I, I was so like ingrained in my new job. I just started working at like some mountain and stuff that I had so many things going on in my head that it wasn't just like my main focus all day of like worrying. And I know, like I said, another kind of shallow sounding deal, but I was like confident yeah, that she like, got this. Life, you were getting getting your life going, and, yeah. and she wasn't even, like, telling you much up front anyway. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like, if if I asked her, my mom was pretty honest with, or I mean, like, I was just saying how she wasn't honest. So it was more like she didn't know how to talk to me about it in the open, but if I was to ask a question, like, too deep, I know she would answer me. Maybe my dad wouldn't, but she would. Uh-huh. But I didn't really ask those questions I just had this utter confidence about it, you uh-huh. know. She never really pushed me to come visit her. Uh-huh. And I did visit her in Salt Lake one time. And I that's if when I do look back, it's one thing that kind of confuses me is like, why didn't I go and see her a couple times? But I, I also think she kind of pushed me away until she was doing better and feeling better from the chemo and and things like that and it was like mostly your dad taking care of her and your dad was never like you need to come help me or anything no no they they were were... always like no do your thing like they never they almost like i said like push me away like okay like she wanted to take this on uh, there by herself and like i doesn't want to see her kids to see her that way Uh and she's like i'll see him when i feel good Uh but then i look back and like man, I should have went and helped, you know, like, that doesn't even yeah. make sense, that, that is, like, kind of a, a regret I have, and something I think about, like, well, like, I don't understand what was going through my mind there when I think back uh, on, on that, but to, to keep this rolling with, with that, though, like, so, my mom then, she beat cancer, um, she was actually cancer-free for, uh, a couple years, and then, uh, while cancer free actually you know it beat her up so good it was like kind of when she was starting to be just fully normal again uh-huh. um is when she was coming to see me in missoula and uh, got, died in a car accident um you know so it was like i don't i like when you kind of brought that up like you had to deal you are two different no things way. but it's almost like she wouldn't have had to go through all that treatment if she would known like something quick. Yeah, that's interesting. But, I didn't even think of that. But mm-hmm. and I my like I always remember around people's deaths like certain things people say mm-hmm. and uh one of the things that s- stuck out like my dad said that and then it like just ingrained in my brain. It yeah. doesn't go away, you know, like <sighs> but uh but it, it kind of like when I was saying that I thought my mom would like live through it or or the cancer like uh-huh. I never had that that fear it kind of got me to where when she did die quickly it didn't give me like an excuse to not be as sad uh-huh. but it almost there was like a feeling inside that almost like it was normal that she had died which makes me realize my subconscious must have had I was worried about it y- y- yeah uh-huh. to where it's like I've almost like lived that one other time before and uh-huh. but I didn't realize it yeah. you know and so when I was going through it I didn't feel that uh-huh. n- like consciously but yeah. subconsciously there was definitely like something there yeah, yeah.
the shock of it, like, of knowing my mom was dead wasn't as... Okay, like, okay, so that's more of the, You know, it was kind of, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I felt it had a little bit of normalcy feel uh-huh. to it. I had played that through, and then, like, when my mom did I was the one, I, like, she was coming to visit me, like, uh-huh. I had to be like, oh, she never showed up, and call the... Oh call around and like people in Missoula like were like oh yeah we don't know anything and then I called like the Montana Highway Patrol and then like so I had to be the one to get like bad news but even then it was all weird like like the guy so supposedly a little bit about yeah, your mom's yeah. accident like what happened so I never in it was one of those things that I never really dug too deep in the super specifics but mm-hmm. essentially she was just driving on the highway, uh, kind of right before you get into the mountains past Great Falls and before Lincoln. And a guy, like, I guess pulled out and, like, hit her and pulling out when she was coming by. And she, it just, like, rolled her over. She was in a convertible and hit her head. She didn't have, like, any other real injuries, So, which is another thing that uh, when I, you see her in the hospital... They had to shave her head because she hit her head, you know, to do, like, a kind of a surgery uh-huh. thing. But other than that, she looked perfectly normal. Like, to see someone, like, mangled and torn up, I can't yeah. imagine that. Like, um, because, uh, and so she, yeah, she just rolled, hit her head during one of the rolls, or maybe it was from, like, flinging around, hitting the seat or something. Uh-huh. But, uh, like, it wasn't like she got smashed up or anything yeah. like that and like i said it was just like a quick thing which she was always unconscious basically yeah in, yeah well and it like surgery. hit her head to where basically she was a, a vegetable mm-hmm. you know so uh so yeah she didn't according to like doctor science didn't really re- realize anything that none of this would ever even okay. happen which uh i will say like the hardest part of all all of it was i would like get to really into my head like imagining her like not realizing what's going on and like laying there or like Mm -hmm. yeah being or just like no like remembering being part of the crash Uh and stuff but I just don't think with how her deal went down that she would have time to realize what went on Uh but like thinking of that like dying Uh that way and like really got me low sometimes mm-hmm. like anyone I think who deals with like a car crash is gonna think of like the pain their family member went and uh-huh. felt and the scare how scared they were things like that uh-huh. and that's what like freaked me out the most and like what would get me like really deep in thought like of like the the toughest thing to yeah. like deal with it was like way tougher than even like missing her like yeah was worrying yeah. about that I like wanted to ask you about that but I wasn't quite sure oh. if that was an appropriate <laughs> question because no. I could imagine that yeah because it's like your family member's body like what the hell did they experience right before they died you know yeah. and yeah so you could just go down the deepest darkest hole thinking about that yeah and so that so that you was found peace in knowing like well from a I mean to a, that, to a point yeah, you know like, but like no. Yeah, you hold on to something. And, I mean, I, the long, longer I'm away from it, the, I don't deal with that as much. But, okay. I mean, I still don't think that's, like, fully out of my head. But, like, at mm-hmm. first, that was, like, by far, like, the hardest to kind of get back into that. Sorry, I'm no. just no. controlling this. But no. uh, the the crazy thing with, with that is, 
like I was saying how I got into like this mode of like be the boss like call people up like oh, imagining yeah. like calling someone to tell them like they're in a car crash and all this yeah it was way easier than I ever thought because like your body is just like in this mode to do it uh-huh. and then like call to action so your mom isn't showing up to Missoula when she's yeah. supposed to be showing up and you're and then she's probably not texting you back or whatever yeah and it, it was like, like and it was like even at work I felt like weird which like uh-huh. I said there's all these like signs of like man that is crazy like uh-huh. not just random you know like uh-huh. but I had to and like dinner I like lost my appetite like we had these euros carry made and I was just like I can't eat this like because uh, by then you had known she wasn't like well, not, here. But not, she, wasn't... she didn't do anything that weird because I talked to her at like lunchtime. Okay. And this was at like five. Okay. So, I mean, I thought maybe she like knew I was at work so she could have went and I'm going to go have a spa day or something uh-huh. or until Jacob's off work. You know, there's like reasons not to think it's mm-hmm. weird, but my dad and my grandparents, none of them were like, did your mom get there? Right? Like, they didn't think anything uh-huh. weird. So I was like, I need to call, like, missing peoples and all that. Yeah, which, you're like, something's going on here. Yeah, it was just somewhere. like I knew, yeah. kind of, in a, a weird th- thing. But then, yeah, like, I kicked into super mode, which was cool. I, that was one of the more, I'm going to sound a little egotistical, but I felt, like, super proud of myself that I, like, yeah. took the lead in the family and, you like, took care of it. that night, and you're like, well, she didn't come. Well, not that, but I mean, I, <laughs> no, that I, like, no. decided I'm not going to tell my, like, call my dad and have him tell people, like, I called my bro- I did all, like, the dirty work of uh-huh. being, like, mom's in the hospital, like, uh-huh. I'm going to go find out. I was the one talking to the doctor oh, one, and, and all that. To yeah, because you're the closest. So, you know, yeah. um, Dylan, your little brother, your younger brother, yeah. only brother, yeah. is in another state. Yeah, right? he's in Indiana across the country. Yeah. And then your dad is in Glasgow? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's probably at least five and a half hours away from where she would have been. Well, yeah. And so, yeah, so you're going to be the closest one. You're like, I got to figure this shit out because if she's somewhere... I got to get there to mm-hmm. help her or do whatever I got to do. So you get, yeah, you, so you're on the phone and they're like, well, there is an accident yeah. on the highway. Which, the and cr- then you're like, okay, well, can you tell me more? And the, did they tell you more? Well, or? not, she, he, no, because he just said, like, they helicoptered her to the hospital in Great Falls, uh-huh. you know, and she is a lot, like, they're all just like, she's alive. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the, and then, like, the doctors, too, he's like, well, we went into surgery. We won't know anything until she's out of surgery anyway, too. So uh-huh. there, was, I still had, like, some hope, you know, but just how, like, the doctor was acting. Like, uh-huh. I was like, well, she's in a coma. Well, fuck it. I'm going to go to the hospital yeah, so and you then just see them car. in person. Yeah. So I drove. And you just go to Great Falls. Well, I packed some there. clothes cause like, I, yeah. and stuff. But, <laughs> but you know she's there. Yeah. So do you they and to- Carrie go together? Or do no, I told Carrie to wait there. Like, I'll let her know when to come or whatever. Okay. Um, so I drove there and then met up with the doctor and he kind of like broke me like, uh, she has bad damage to her brain. Like we won't know until swelling goes down or whatever, but it's not looking good. I mean, he at least kind of gave me like, but I was kind of like, does she have like a 10% chance? Like, what are we talking? He's like, I can't tell you. We, we just don't know. The doctors, we even... God, they were kind of arrogant, and then we even had like another, like a super brain specialist guy was there, and we're like, do we need like a second opinions or like oh. what's this? And they're like, 
no, but they would never, they're like, well, is there a chance he comes? And they're like, well, they're, they kept making it seem like there was like some sort of Ugh. like chance kind of thing of like being good. And they couldn't, they never gave us any information. And I finally, this one nicest nurse girl in the world, she had to have been like 22. Oh and I kind of like, cause I was in the hospital. So I'm like chatted up with her for quite a while. Yeah. You're like, and then like there. the one day when the doctors are like, are you going to like let your mom die or not? Or do you want to see if she can like or keep her alive kind of thing like pretty tough decision I went to the girl nurse and I was like just be honest with me does she have like any hope or of like this getting better or anything and the nurse was like no not at all but like the doctors were like so they didn't want to just like they were like too scared to like tell us that Uh at this point I didn't know my we well we didn't know for quite a while that my mom was gonna like die but like I was like please grab grandma. She's old. She can't drive. Uh-huh. You know, she you needs to be there to like see mom. It's bad, uh-huh. you know? And, uh, so he like drove. And then when he like, so I sat there in the hospital for like five, four hours. Cause uh-huh. when my dad came, I told him that I'd talk to the doctor, you know, and okay. it was like really Yeah, How much good. longer? So your dad got there that night or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, with your grandma. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he took my grandma straight to the hotel or whatever. Okay. Or, and then my dad, like, me and him, like, I brought him into the hospital, and I just remember he was, like, calm about it, but he's just like, man, life can really suck, you know? It, like I said, your my our bodies were just in this, not, sh- I, he says it's, like, shock, but I don't know if it was shock, it was just, like, you went to hyperdrive where I could act normal. Mm-hmm. We met, like, the super specialist who did the surgery. He couldn't meet us because he was doing another surgery that night. Mm-hmm to give it like the one doctor's like I can't tell you much it's bad but I can't tell you much you have to talk to the real doctor cuz he actually knows the this stuff and, and we waited t- till like 3:34 in the morning until he was done with the other surgery so we we're sitting there and then he's just like laying it down like well her if her brain this is good or this is good she can maybe uh, 10 years down the line, move her arm or something. And, or like, uh, stuff you're like, well, like, huh? well, no, it was kind of like, yeah, we knew it was bad, but we always had this like hope oh. or something, you know, like how bad, cause they never yeah. said, but then he was like, really like the best possible, like she could, she might be able to like make noises and then you can make that into a language to talk to her again. So, but it really so hit us like she'll never be normal again. Oh. And, and like live in a home forever uh-huh. and uh so he like so that was kind of like where I finally like got crushed uh-huh. and uh went back to the hotel and that, it was such a weird night like I remember neither my I know my dad didn't sleep it, or me like just sitting there thinking about that like there's and uh I I but it was so weird like I'd get so down but then my body would naturally kick in like uh, I, what a dopamine, mm-hmm. like every like f- 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I knew like when I was really low, I was like, the dopamine will kick in in like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I would feel good and be like, okay, I can relax for a second. And then it would like kind of wear off. Mm-hmm. And then, I, but I would just like think in my head, like just wait for it to come back. And that like kind of got me through the night knowing that like my body would naturally like send like good juice into my brain uh-huh. to like feel feel good so that so that was like one of those things that I'll like won't forget like 
but it kind of goes back to like you don't know how you really will feel in these situations because your body has like coping mechanisms and, yeah it's and, and, in and place. yeah so like it's kind of helped me to like I think I'm not as scared of like people dying and stuff like that as much uh-huh. as I used to be I think my own like yeah. mortality freaks me out a little more but I think that's also because I'm just getting older, you know. But yeah, uh, but but, but to, like for other people and like worrying about like yeah. family deaths and stuff like that, like well, like literally, literally in like 24 hours, your your body went through like this call to action. We got to yeah. figure out where mom is, and then you you find her. Yeah, you know, and then you're like hell yeah, like you know your ego's kicking in. Like I did, th- I'm I'm the man of the house. I did mm-hmm. this, and then you find her, and then she's at the hospital. And you got to, and then so you have this hope. This false hope, basically, mm-hmm. that, you know, she's going to come out of this. And then within hours, you're imagining your mom just, like, never coming out of a nursing home. Oh, I mean, oh, you know, yeah, oh like, yeah, yeah. And then the reality sets in. So, it like, the the doctors were kind of like, you, you need to start thinking about putting her in a home or letting her die, like, now. Kind of thing, like they're they're all of a sudden they got in after I just said it d- didn't take two days, but the, all of a sudden after like the last scan, they're like, make this decision, like and we're like, geez, that's quick on us, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, but was she on a ventilator or something? Um, or? she could breathe on her own. I, uh, yeah. it was just like, Either. like that part of her brain wasn't damaged. Uh-huh. It was just like the part that makes you like conscious. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it was like she's gonna be healed from this surgery. She's either gotta go to a group home or she's gotta like, die. Yeah. Like that's basically and, and the it, option. So she was, yeah. They so they healed. like could have kept her alive forever. Uh-huh. Um, but it. I'm not gonna lie. Once we knew there was no hope that of her like really coming out of it or anything, uh-huh. it was. I I felt like my dad, brother, and I like made that decision, mm-hmm. but which like I said wasn't. It was a hard decision, but not really a hard decision. Like yeah. And I know my mom said, like, I wouldn't want to live in a, as a vegetable, like, yeah. uh, that, so it wasn't, we never really, like, con- really considered that if uh-huh. she had no hope, but, so we did that, but, uh, made that choice, I, had, uh, kind of break that news to my grandma, which I said, like, was, like, a, just a horrible, like, way worse, way harder than, like, knowing my mom was gonna die, like, uh-huh. letting my grandma know she was gonna die was, like, oh, way, yeah. way worse. Um, I've, had, I've watched my grandma, two of her kids died, and, like, when my dad died, oh, yeah. God, we, could, we couldn't even talk about him until she died. You know, like, we yeah. could never talk about my dad. Her and I would just start crying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard. So that was, like, way, way worse. <laughs> yeah. And then, but uh, I, I... And you and your brother Dylan and... My dad, dad were in there. there. All three of you. And just Carrie, you actually. No, Carrie came in. But we, we went and the nurse like it could be like two days and we're like oh my god so uh my brother and i went and uh that the bar with the mermaids out of all places in great falls the sip and dip because my brother and i like let's get a beer and like and my dad like made us go like you need to get lunch and then uh we went and had lunch and like two beers and we're like come back thinking we're gonna be there for like a couple more days kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And then it was crazy, like, I I walk in, and it it was, like, you know, another one of those weird moments where I go, hey, Mom, we're back. And I, like, walked up to her, and then she, like, died that second when I said, like, I'm here for you. And uh, 
literally like I kind of had like a sense of peace because we had been wait like you so stressed from waiting for your mom to die for uh-huh. all day that it was kind of like okay it happened but and you could just like it was crazy like you could see like this life or spirit just like leave her oh, yeah. like it was insane it's weird and and uh <laughs> and I go that I literally we the timing is like too crazy is this normal she has zero brain weight like the other cases where people have cancer and stuff they're like I feel like they're holding on uh-huh. but they're still like have conscious in a way uh-huh. my mom had like no brain waves like uh-huh. how does that work with like the whole like connection oh, yeah. to the universe to like mm-hmm. Which was kind of like a, a mind-blowing, like, yeah. oh, shit, do I need to become really religious now or what? You know? Yeah, but it was just, like, a, such a yeah. such a crazy moment. And then, uh, you know, like, skip ahead a few days, like, you know, planning the funeral, all that stuff sucks for anyone. But yeah. uh, I still had kind of that, like, vibe going, like, we need to get this done. and mm-hmm. uh, So, if, like, if we go back to we'll like come back to all this stuff but yeah. when you said you had um regrets when your mom died about like you wish you would have gone and seen her in in salt lake and you wish you would have been more a part of her chemotherapy and, mm-hmm. you know her cancer treatments and all that did you think that when after she had already died or did you think that in while she was in remission i think both okay. i mean the the one thing um with people's deaths um i've definitely had regrets and with with my mom's, my biggest goal with my mom was always to make her like proud kind of thing. And I got to a point in like where I had a decent place here, living with Carrie. My job had gotten to a point where it was pretty good. I didn't have like much for regrets. And me and her were like really getting along. Well, we never didn't really get along yeah, that you well. Got but along with your mom. one of the things that makes me sad a little bit is as I get further in my career and better, like we got bought a house, things like that. Mm-hmm. I wish my mom could like see that mm-hmm. part, but then I'm also like, well, but at least I got to like, she knew I was in like a pretty good place when oh. she died. So I, so I don't have like a lot of like the cancer thing. I have regret like, what, what come on, man. But, uh, kind of, uh, the, the crazy thing with my mom too is, the last time I saw her, uh, she came to Missoula uh, for Easter, and I took her to church, which is like the greatest thing you could ever do <laughs> to, for my mom. And it was like a kind of a cool church, and she is like was very. I feel comfortable in my church, but every other church is weird uh-huh. kind of deal. Uh-huh. And uh, so I brought her to this one, and one of the old pastors from Glasgow from her church was the pastor there. Oh, wow. And it was, like, very similar to, like, Glasgow's Lutheran church. And for Easter, to like, she was happy I went with her. Uh-huh. But it was, like, I don't think I could have went out or, or with a better last day with my mom to take uh-huh. her to church on Easter uh-huh. and, like, uh, make her happy that way. So that was also, like, one of those, like, don't... I could so easy see having all these, like, regrets and stuff. And I... Uh-huh. It, the timing was in a weird way good but it was also like there with the whole deal there's all kinds of crazy like weird timing things and stuff that yeah i mean i how like the 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 universe isn't as random as you think kind of deal there's like so many of those kind of things that uh 
I f- feel with all of that. Yeah, so then probably after you see her on Easter going to church with her, which you probably never did or No, I hadn't like, gone to church with her and, in like so long. Yeah. And, so. and so you do that and then you're probably like, damn, I probably could have gone to the hospital and like taken care of her if she needed me to and like given my dad a break a little bit and, you know, like maybe been more a part of that. Like, well, and then you're like, shit, what have I been doing? Well, I'm yeah, it was more like just prove to her this whole time that I can have a life like, but she had one too. And like, maybe I could have taken care of her too. Well, um, and it's not even just a take care, just like, uh, didn't, she doesn't get to see her own kid and she's going through cancer, you know, yeah. like. What's going to make her happier than, like, her son visiting her, uh-huh. you know, and that, like, oh, not yeah. doing, that's kind of more with that, but something that's run through my head is I do think her cancer was bad enough to where I think it was, it probably would have came back within 10 years mm-hmm. kind of thing, and how her, and I mean, I guess no one probably outside of, like, me and my close family know how, like, the accident thing went down, but I'll just throw it out that. I don't think she ever really knew she even got in a crash. It wasn't like she was mangled there laying, wait, and then died or uh-huh. anything like that. It was uh-huh. like uh, a boom, boom. She hit her head, like, didn't, no. there's no, like, suffer thing. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like the fact that she could go out that way uh, is better than getting the cancer back and uh-huh. worrying about death and all of that even though and yeah. my dad has said to me about That's how she was worrying about it coming back like it was a huge anxiety a big stress for her and that having stress isn't worse than being dead but if it came back in one year having like a car accident just like puts you out like that is yeah. such a better way and that which has kind of helped me think but about then, but you'd think that would like bring on a ton of other stuff like you know from your perspective it would be like what the like my mom survived cancer yeah. and gets hit by a freaking car like are you kidding me you know and so i could imagine that would bring up like a totally other thing a bunch of anger almost just mm-hmm. kind of like questioning our existence like what the hell are we here for i watched my mom go through fucking cancer treatments and then yeah. she gets hit by a car like no but um so i could see it that way but then and like honestly that's how i kind of thought it would be going into this talking to you but then it's interesting to hear your part where you're like no actually she was worried and like my subconscious kind of thought well we were maybe going to be here one day anyway like i don't you know which is kind of weird but well um like to say it in a sentence but no but no that's super interesting i i don't know um so you never really felt like anger you, you weren't angry at the world after she was in a car accident. No. And, you know, like, and she was like, I have maybe a little anger, but I, I, I'd be lying if I said it was much at all. The weird thing is, like, my mom's actual funeral was, I, like, was not sad during it. Uh, I felt normal. Uh, I remember... I was chatting to, like, people outside, and they're like, why aren't you sitting down in the little room where you wait to go in with the family? I was like, oh, sorry. And then I'm, like, walking out, and I'm like, Cook's, like, sitting in the aisle. Like, I didn't even know he was showing up. And I'm just like, hey, man, giving him, like, his finger out like that. Hey, man. Like, I, like, did that to Cook. Like, and I always think back, I, like, man, everyone must think I'm such an asshole. But it was, like, I think my body had, I mean, I dealt with the worst. So, like, the funeral part is, like, all my friends are there, my dad's friends, like, everyone, I, it was almost like in, uh, 
what big fish at the end where everyone's like sitting there with the old guy uh-huh. it was kind of like a moment it's like all the people from my mom's life and i was like in a pretty chipper mood and even like getting ready like i had to think like man these are the clothes i'm going to be wearing at my mom's funeral mm-hmm. but it didn't even like like sink in until i had to like think that i was like just getting ready for anything else uh-huh. and that's like one of those things too that you ima- if you imagine that you always think it's gonna be like the worst day ever. Uh-huh. But for me, it was really like a, kind of a happy day. I'm seeing all my friends, and it's yeah. like the, after going through all that shit, I finally get to hang out with my friends and like yeah. talk to people and be normal. It was kind of like a weird, <laughs> <laughs> a weird feeling to be like, I, then like should I be feeling like a lot shittier right now? And I mean, I had like. The shitty feelings came back and things like You're that. Like, you should have saw me a week ago. Well, <laughs> like, well no, you know, and I mean, or, you know what I mean. Like, and no one said anything good, to me, like, but I feel it. like, like you and yeah. like the people at the funeral are like crying and stuff, but they like they didn't have to deal with the shit. You well, did. yeah, this is like they're like saying goodbye to her. Uh-huh. I had done that, like so, but I always think like, man, people in Glasgow must think I'm the biggest dick ever because I went and barely saw my mom when she had cancer and now she dies and I'm like all smiling and giving point, pointers to my buddies at the funeral. Like, uh, no. <laughs> so no. it was just like a, a weird kind of, kind of deal. But it, yeah, like even my, like my dad's friends were there. That I never, and hanging out with like my friends mm-hmm. it was and my cousins are at the same place all at one time it's kind of like whoa this is kind of yeah. cool and like a family reunion <laughs> in, a, in a weird way mm-hmm. you know and uh so i like I, yeah i always have that kind of like oh man everyone just i was smiling during my mom's funeral <laughs> but it was almost like a relief though too all that it's like it's over like yeah. in a way over like you can mm-hmm. your life and uh what did you think of like the next months months to come though? Like um, once everybody left, yeah. Did the reality um, well, set in? I, the the regrets is I should have been there more for my my grandma. Went back to work pretty soon after too, but I thought like that would help being back. Uh-huh. And I was like in, like I said, my work is not this like asshole place that mm-hmm. they would have let me have as much time off as I want. But I went back. It was like I was kind of like right in the crazy part of like proving myself at my job to like move up and uh I was like I need to get I just had this like thing to get back and dad and brother I I was kind of like okay with like getting back to my my life you know and not sticking around with them longer but it was like yeah my grandma I think I would have been better for if I would have like taken another week and like or two or whatever and just like even lived at her house just to be so she yeah. realizes she still has like other things to love about life yeah things like that um so that was kind of that i i think out of all those little regret things that one's like uh-huh. the the worst and then like now that she has just died uh i put i don't know i called her a lot like we talked on the phone like two three times a week mm-hmm. for ever uh-huh. um but i never like i go back to glasgow like once a year mm-hmm. and wish i would uh saw her more but it's also like i feel like most people in the rest of the country like have easier access to their grandpa when they live yeah glasgow is so in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and it's so hard to get to and like winter christmas is oh, i yeah. i in college i would do it but after my mom dying in a car crash, I was so freaked out to, like, go in winter conditions on mm-hmm. Highway 2, 
because I think yeah. of all the sketchy times I'd done it, and I definitely I'm getting over it, but I definitely start had like some anxiety of being in car trips after yeah. that for for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and since has your dad moved from Glasgow or like no he your... he he goes there in the summer and then he goes okay. different places in the winter. Okay, yeah. So once after your mom died, your dad moved, and then your brother doesn't live there anymore. So then your grandparents were there, but now your grandma has died. Yeah, and, and then... my uncle was there, and he just died. Yeah. So my grandpa's like. But they... then too, like even when your grandma was alive, it's like I remember when my grandma was alive, she would worry about us driving so oh, much. No, so no, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And so my grandma, she actually had cancer really bad for a long time, and. She like was so keeping it in, like it was. My grandpa would tell me it was like very obvious, but she didn't want me to come see her in bad condition. Uh-huh. So like when I'd be like, I think I'm gonna come next week. Oh, you don't need to come. Stay off the roads. Don't like she yeah, would do that. Her. But I think it, yeah, you we talk yeah. on the phone. It's fine. She would all, but she and since my mom died in a car, would I guarantee she'd about have. Anxiety oh, yeah. attacks. If I was like on that same road driving back to see her, uh-huh. like there's no way she wouldn't. And yeah. but she also, like I said, she tried to like hide that she was sick forever, which it was she was uh-huh. pretty poor at that. But I mean, it was kind of like uh, yeah. one one of those deals to where, yeah, if like let's say you grow up in Walla Walla, Washington. And you want to get a job. You can go to Seattle, but you can get back to see here. Like, Glasgow, yeah, you just can't do exactly. that. Exactly. No, yeah. Um, so, I kind of, like, have I have that regret with that specific time. And I do wish I saw her more. But th- when I, like, really, yeah. it, it, it was pretty impractical, yeah. like, to, to actually see her as much yeah. as I wanted. You know, like, it wasn't because I didn't want to go see her. No, it yeah. It was more of that. It's just something you carry with you. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, a natural way of going about it yeah I mean it just is and um how would how do you do with like your brother and your dad now do you guys talk a lot or um yeah I have a good relationship with both of them but the and you always have right like yeah you guys just had like the Mm -hmm. typical like but it was like I I will say for sure that we I think my dad realizes the most out of all of us but I I definitely how much my mom was like the the core to keeping things uh-huh. normal to where when she's gone we are like so awkward well, uh, well to, i was like, wondering about that it's yeah like, um like know, what you... do we when i go visit my dad what do we go do we're like yeah. uh i don't know let's sit here like <laughs> no no that's what i was wondering about you is um especially coming from like your only sibling is dylan mm-hmm. and he's a guy and then you've got your dad who's a guy and then your mom's gone and so you have like no feminine energy to like break it up or you know and like your mom is like the core of i mean any mom is like the core of the no the family and and then she's gone and i mean how do you guys handle it well exactly so it's just kind of like i don't know it's just got got some when we're like when i call my dad talk to him on the phone with my brother it's that's normal mm-hmm. i'm be honest though i'm not really like a phone guy i hate talking on the phone in general so 
I don't call them as much as I should mm-hmm. or talk to them, as, but, it's, but it's also... And you probably were always like that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. when I called home for college or anything, I always talked to my mom. I didn't... My dad yeah. would get on the phone for a second, like, how's it going? Yeah. Good. And yeah. that was, like, it. <laughs> and, too, like, when your mom was going through cancer treatments yeah. and stuff, you probably, like, didn't talk to your sibling or no. your dad much about it. You just talked to your mom a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. a tiny bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so But I would talk now... to her about, like, normal stuff even during that, too, mm-hmm. so... It, the whole cancer thing, I didn't really, I, man, I kind of, like, I was kind of away from it. Like, it okay. never really yeah. got, like, I was worried, but I never, you know, Maybe the seen only her reason... going into her, like, I went to one of her radiation treatments with her and uh-huh. stuff, but I never really saw, like, the bad parts and maybe the only reason like i'm making any deal of it is because i saw my dad go through like a ton of that type of shit so that was like the core of like my dad's death and like my (laughs) my upbringing until he died which was oh yeah it was when i was 21 but still but i mean that was like the center of the death story in my life so then when i just thought of you and you going through it to hear you be like no my parents were like just taking care of it, and then I was, like, living my life, and that was solid, and then when she fucking gets in a car accident, that's a different story. So I was like, okay, that makes sense, you know, from from your point of view. Which, you know, so here you are, your mom has, you know, your mom's not here anymore, but now you just have you and your dad and your brother to deal with. So, like, do you guys talk a lot, or, like, Actually, we we don't, we don't really, I don't know. Do you even see each other very often? No. like, (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i see see them as much as i was i i will say that much but it's made mainly because we live so far apart you uh-huh. know but it's like a, like oh yeah we haven't done any ho- christmas holidays together you haven't and uh, so how long has it been since your mom died uh three years three years yeah and then and like but i i don't but it, it, it's been more years than that though than since we had like a christmas like, oh yeah, so you guys hadn't really had many holidays together anyway. N- well, t- yeah, until right. we about so since like five six years since we've had. So, did your mom die? Uh, like uh, June. Oh okay, um yeah, because Easter was right before it. Yeah, so then... that was the last time I she the, her and my dad came to Missoula for Easter. Okay. Just uh, hang out for Easter. So I guess that was a holiday. So yeah. never mind. But well, that's why. That one, but yeah. we weren't like thinking of it as like it you're coming Christmas for a holiday. Blah, yeah, blah, it just blah. happened to be yeah. Easter is when they were gonna. It, it happened mm-hmm. to fall on that day that they were coming. Yeah. So you haven't really had any of that with your family since anyway, and you've also like you're with Carrie and you guys are married now yeah. too. So like, was there ever a moment too of just like. Uh, kind of is in your face like your mom's not here like maybe your guys's wedding uh well that and i mean she'd already been dead a while so even for the wedding i was kind of like i know that hurt my dad a lot but for me i mean i obviously wish my mom could come to uh-huh. like that's sad but i was used to her having passed away at that point um and not being around but i we Actually, I, when I think about it, since my mom died, I think I've only been with my dad and brother at the same time. That and one other time when we helped my brother find a house. Oh, really? Yeah. So with the three of them, I haven't, or three of us together, it's only been like t- two times. Uh-huh. Um, and then with the wedding, though, it wasn't like there was so many other people that I didn't, it yeah. wasn't like it, just the three of us doing uh-huh. anything ever. Uh-huh. Um, so... 
yeah, we haven't really done like a to try to make like a normal family mm-hmm. situation um, mm-hmm. since since that happened. But uh, yeah, like the the wedding thing, like yeah, I know that it didn't crush really, my like, dad a, pretty good. Yeah, it it crushed your dad, but you were still just like have all my friends here and it, this is a great like you were yeah, having yeah. a great time and no exactly it, it was really more like, like i wasn't sad that my mom wasn't it was i was more sad that i know my mom would have loved to have been there uh-huh. not that she like I, I well i mean i wish she was there to do whatever but like and help but i just know she would have like loved yeah. helping decorate or what you know uh-huh. all that stuff and be a part of that uh-huh. but uh yeah, that that sucked, and but before even my mom died, like I went to college, a twelve and a half hour, thirteen hours away. Mm-hmm. I like so got out of town in a way <laughs> that I really didn't see my parents that often for. I don't know, do the math if it was like eight nine years. Mm-hmm. Even before my mom died, like, it was already, like, we were kind of used to not seeing each other that okay. much at that point. Um, I, cause I did live with my brother for a while in Minneapolis, but, I mean, after college, I went to Seattle and Portland and Minneapolis, and I, in the summers uh, during college, I went moved to Michigan, Jackson Hole. Like, I never was, I would come to Glasgow for, like, a two days or three days once maybe the most twice in a year mm-hmm. and I went down to Havasu and saw him for a little bit but it like the dynamic like when we're together it's kind of like my mom like kind of made things move when we hung out mm-hmm. but we weren't hanging out that much before she died so it, okay. my life didn't my life didn't really change all that much other than I didn't talk to my mom on the phone a couple times a week like yeah. in, in all honesty my life didn't really yeah get that different mm-hmm. um I was working a lot I was uh, living far from home as it was like it yeah. just didn't and you were like how old were you and your mom died uh 29 yeah and uh but you know in that time you're with Carrie and you're building a you know a marriage and a relationship yeah. within like your own realm of life Mm -hmm. so you know has it affected like anything that you have going on with your life now you know do you and Carrie ever talk about like I don't know just kind of get into it a little bit like if this happened to one of us you know what would we do how would we handle this Uh, or you you know know? it's kind of no we don't talk about that um I honestly think I think we kind of have a weird relationship in that we're very independent even though you know weird like Uh we really like each other but we're not like that couple that sits next to each other on the couch with a head leaning on the other like Uh we live and we both work full-time like we have very independent lives um and not necessarily like after work stuff Uh like uh, other than I like golf and play hockey but we, we do things together but if I feel like if one of us died and stuff I think the other one would be able to they'd be sad like that part of it but to like continue on life their life's not gonna get turned like, upside down yeah like, yeah yeah we're well, both very your, like self-sustained has your dad started dating again or um mom has a boyfriend again and yeah. stuff and like i 
Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, we're adult. We're adults. So I, my mom like, I would. Ho- yeah, you know? I, I think it would be like I'd prefer my dad to honestly yeah. than not. Like I'd mm-hmm. go that direction. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope he gets a girlfriend yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, that that doesn't. Yeah. Even like you would never, me. Uh, you and Carrie are never like. <laughs> you have this amount of time. If I'm about to die, well, you have... <laughs> so Carrie's a social worker, and that's what she went to college for. Her brain like works. She all her classes and stuff were on things like seventy-five percent of men whose spouses die find a wife within six months. Like she knows, like she's very like literal thinking and uh-huh. like, uh, just how her her brain works is like. <laughs> knows yeah. like the human emotion and mm-hmm. that's what her like studies are and mm-hmm. stuff so she yeah she expect yeah. that to happen she's all, she down down to like everything's realism and yeah and and all that so I like the i'll see you in heaven and we'll be holding hands for eternity we're just not yeah <laughs> like no. that kind of stuff doesn't no has she ever called you out on your shit though like maybe this is because your mom's dead or I do think I get a little depressive sometimes, mm-hmm. and she might call me out on that, like, God, what are you, depressed or something? You know, like, but it's never, like, she's actually pretty opposite of the, like, well, your mom died, I can see why you'd be a sad person. Or, like, it's yeah. more, it's not even close to that, actually. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. it's, and it's something we don't talk about but it's not i i she it's something she would be very we could comfortably talk about it's just yeah we don't um yeah uh and i mean i think as you're older we'll maybe think about those things a little more but it's not but yeah she's talked about like the whole like stats of guys getting remarried and stuff but mostly to talk about like my dad or whatever yeah uh so yeah like i said it's how she thinks about things with social work it's all to the books Uh uh-huh I don't think it, like, my personality is affected. One thing that's crazy, though, and I've he- he- read on this and heard from people is, you know how, like, when you have, like, how guys get stronger in the gym, mm-hmm. and you work out, and you your muscle tears, and then it grows back a little stronger. Mm-hmm. I honestly think with my brain, like, the emotional toll that this put on it, it, like, d- damaged it, but in the brain, brain doesn't grow back. Mm-hmm. like we're talking with my mom's head injury uh-huh. but it's like the wiring kind of like got twisted a little mm-hmm. and made it stronger like my work output like the amount I could put in before I got lazy or um before I'd lose concentration mm-hmm. like after that I was like riding high for like months and months after like I freaking killed it at my job for months after my mom's death like it made my brain like stronger like uh-huh. the damn it <laughs> like I said I think of like the whole muscle tearing and it get uh-huh. like I just like my brain took such a hit that when it came back it, it was like super powered for a while like uh-huh. it amped it up and uh I was able like it's it's kind of going away again <laughs> but I like for for me and maybe this is just like your brain developing as I got older but I was so much better at my job I way more like productive more focused more uh uh like i'd always used to lose my car keys things like that Uh that kind of went away like Uh it it, in it was like a brain damage but in like a positive way Uh happened from that which 
and I like hundred percent believe in in that. And like, if you you can read things online that say like how you can like how your brain wiring gets like turned and things, and but it, and it wasn't like. I needed to, at that point, like I said, I got to a pretty decent point in my life where I was proud that that's the last my mom saw me. It's like my childhood completely like went out the door once my mom died. Like, uh-huh. okay, no more childhood anymore. You're an adult because that part of your life, the main part of it's dead. Mm-hmm. And the the new part of me, like, I acted more adult. Like, I just had that that drive, that focus, the, and I it helped helped me. Like, gave me a boost. I'm not. Uh-huh gonna lie like it it's such a shitty thing to have your mom die but it made me a better person in a lot of different ways like I think you know I was maybe having some coasting through life like things were going good when you have something shitty you don't coast it you like go for it a little more Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of like positive that I got out of my mom's death and having a mom die at like a younger age yeah I mean I still feel like she was in her late fifties, and I was almost thirty. It's it's too young to lose your mom, but I still it's not. I got a decent way. Like I wasn't twelve years old or something. Like I can't. That's messed up. Yeah, but it definitely had some impact oh, on your adult well, life. No, no and doubt. It makes you think differently, as opposed to like if you were forty five or fifty five losing your mom, it would be different. <laughs> you know? Well, no, a hundred percent. Well, like, like the wedding thing, and like yeah, oh yeah. I, I don't have kids, and I don't know I. Don't even know if I'll ever have kids, but like, I there's like the, well the f- thing like I, well I feel sad that if I had kids, my mom could never be a grandma. Like those yeah, things bug me because I think of her being like a good person, and that it's unfair that she didn't get to mm-hmm. do those things that I knew she would have loved. Where I always think back like, man, I killed it. I didn't knock anyone up when I was twenty years old, <laughs> and, and now I'm like thinking like. You know, that really wouldn't have been that bad of a thing because then my mom could have had, like, a, you know, like, had a grandchild and I wouldn't be so, like, uh, tired and shit all the time if I have, like, a, a kid now. I, it was like, that's not the worst thing to have a kid when you're 21. But back then I was like, yeah, I killed it. No babies. Uh, so, so I like, that whole whole deal. Um, and then, but I see, I think I, my whole mom situation that, and I'm not trying to make myself sound like a good person that I'm like thinking about like her not getting to have grandkids. But, but like my uncle, when I said that, he's like, well, I'm more worried about if you have kids that they don't have a grandma, like sad for them. But I, I'm kind of like, fuck my kids. Like <laughs> my mom's the one that got screwed here. You know, That's true. I mean, they, they don't know the difference. I don't give a shit like... about my kids not having a grandma. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a good, I mean, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> No, no, and there are things, like, it is, it's a total, like, guy's perspective on death, kind of, you know, like, whereas maybe if you had a sister, you'd have to deal with your sister, you know, and, like, dealing with all this, or if your dad had died, you'd have to deal with how your mom felt, you know, or something, but just when you're, I don't know, and just kind of how your family dynamic seemed anyway, it's like... I do think, and sorry, Dad, on this, but I think if my dad would have died, the situation would have been like more normalized I guess to where like my brother we don't hang out that much and stuff if my mom was alive I think we would be hanging out you know mm-hmm. things like that that's kind of how it is like with yeah. guys and girls you know mm-hmm. no yeah. for sure um because like I said but like if my dad listens or whatever and he's like oh that's bullshit but my mom definitely like 
organized, ran things. Yeah. You know, like kept like the ball how moving. Moms, how moms are. No, exactly. Like, yeah, that's just a natural way. That's yeah. nothing against your dad. No. Um, yeah. Your mom's like the one you want to run back She's to. She's like the, the nest. captain of the family team, You're you know, for sure. running back to the nest, like getting approval, you know? And, mm-hmm. and she's, yeah, she's running the roost. Like, that's just how moms are. Yeah. So, yeah, to be. And you're kind of just going about your way anyway. You kind of were, and now you still are. You're still just trucking along, but it's, uh, yeah. And it does, it affects you. It's made you like this better person, you said. And kind of how any death kind of yeah, does no, that to you. I, I think so. And like, you know, everyone has their shit. And that, that's, I think that's actually help. If I have any advice to anyone who has like a, someone who died recently and it's like the first big death. Is just like to think that everyone, I swear, no one gets out like unscathed with some bad shit happening. Like it's uh-huh. just everyone, whether I don't know. It, there's just so many bad things that can happen yeah. in this world with every. No, everyone's dealing with it somehow or another. And if they're not, and they've had this perfect. They're gonna uh-huh. have something happen, you know. So yeah. that kind of like makes when you know that's part of like. A human life and part of things I'm like yeah it sucks that it, it's my mom and this but it could have been this or that mm-hmm. it's one one thing or the other yeah you know so it, it that's that's helped me the most like deal with it mm-hmm. it's just realizing that and I mean it's I have to think that to myself all the time mm-hmm. but it it works yeah uh you've yeah. had it like oh yeah you've had just a normal day just completely shattered like Right in front of you. You know, yeah. you thought your mom was coming to Missoula. Yeah. And she didn't show up and all this, all this shit goes down. I mean, so you know what it's like to just be faced with something totally unexpected and that life can change in one, in one day. Life it, will change. So it, it's like, It still know. has that, I still have that weird feeling though. Like, it, almost like it was meant to happen or that I don't feel... Like, I never had the... I, I have to had the thoughts of, like, she left the gas station, literally... If she dropped a coin in her car, she'd still be alive. Like, shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's that... All... Every situation she ever had in her life led to that perfect timing uh-huh. of, like, how that crash happened. Mm-hmm. But I just, even from when it happened, it almost felt like it was, like, meant to happen. Like, I have... God. This whole... I don't want to get too crazy here. Well, maybe I do, but you know what? With scientists finding like st- string theory, where they play like rock music to flowers, and uh, that they turn out different than the ones that have like classical music and and, and this and that, and how it, like the moment I walked in and said I was there, that she died in front of me. And how, or even how the girl, the nurse said, who sees this all the time, has that connection. I always had this like weird feeling like that was, it was like meant to be in like that, the whole timing, like it just seemed like too perfect and coincidences and all the shit going on and in our life that, you know, like when you say like she was like suddenly taken away mm-hmm. and like your life changed overnight, it still feels like that. I don't feel like my life was just like changed overnight. It was almost like I was on this line and it, it was it, that line is still how it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. And 
because of that, that's why I have like really dug into like kind of the, the science behind that, trying to like make, I've read like, you know, like one, one thing that I think is kind of cool, like Elon Musk said that video games and how in you go from Mario 30 years ago to what virtual reality can do to now and you have that and then you think of like the universe and how big it is where human we can't even understand a, a million like we can't conceptualize it really mm-hmm. but there's like billions and mathematically if the we can, humans in our one earth can do that create like that virtual of a world in that short amount of time if you can do it mathematically it has been done Mm -hmm. and at a higher level to and all this and then you you kind of like bring break that down to where like when you i'm not saying we live in a matrix or anything like that but computer world like digitization with like the headsets and or virtual reality it's zeros and ones Mm -hmm. and that creates that whole environment Mm -hmm. And I just think of, like, the universe has, like, all our zeros and ones are, like, basically down to molecules and, uh, like, atoms and and this. And they all have that same, it's like, you could think of it as a matrix, but, like, a more complicated, like, system of life. And if you think of, like, well, if we can create this in the universe and that's a created thing, essentially, it might not be like word for word what the bible is but essentially you're talking about what a god really is if it's a created universe Mm -hmm. and you just think of like a more complex than the zero and one in a database but you think of the molecules and how they're all connected and how like our bodies have all these different living organisms to make one one creature even though like our how our brain works but we're really tons of other living things at one time making this whole process work and when i think of that and that like connection and stuff that's where i try to like keep this like open mind not that like i'm gonna see my mom in this heaven but that we really don't know or talk about i hate just like that whole like atheism where it's just like a pitch black and it's maybe not that a person like wakes up something but there when they talk about like drugs connecting to a different world or this or that it's all like i keep that that like pot it's all like possible and like Mm -hmm. mathematics really say that there there's like more to it you know Mm -hmm. and i like i said i can never no think i like no and i'm sorry if i i like i tried to make that like make sense and i know i kind of fumbled it around it's like i tried to make it as easy to like understand through a, yeah. a mic but well, i think this, of those uh, things all the time this life is more than just a coincidence like when yeah. i you know like had she just dropped a coin or something you know yeah. is everything could have worked out differently. well there is but, like the like, rule of randoms and things like that but yeah. i also like i don't know like the, a labor and delivery doctor once like when i was working insert in labor and delivery like delivered a baby and was like, you have no idea how many millions of things have to go right yeah. in order for this life right here mm-hmm. to happen and happen right, oh, you yeah. know? And then, so it's almost like what you're saying. Everything has to, everything adds up to certain moments. Yeah. Everything just does. And 
whatever, whether it's science, whether it's a god, you believe in whatever, it all adds up and it's just going to be the way it is. Or well, like, it just... Yeah. I don't know. But that yeah, kind of I just think we're so far from understanding anything to make any conclusions on anything. Yeah. Like the whole science behind it, like I said, is more of the the molecules going out to the cells instead of just the zeros and the ones. Uh-huh. But zeros and ones create a fake universe that is almost indistinguishable now. When you have uh-huh. CGI and things like that, yeah, that's just using numbers. You think with like actual like life and those co- combinations, it's uh-huh. and then you have just billions and millions solar systems and everything and it's like there's there's definitely <laughs> more connection to all this and I, I i don't know i think like in the the, the hippies connecting to the earth too is there it's i, I don't know the, actually just to bring it down to the pure basic and simplify it everything's balanced and everything there and it's all connected and it's all one thing and it's it's more than just like i said like black and white like uh-huh yeah don't discredit ever don't discredit yeah. things just because i don't know and i'm sorry i, I had to saying. jump so deep into no, that out of no, the blue i, I did i tried saying. to connect it with I'm this trying a little bit to, but... no but i can see how you would think of it like that because of but it, yeah. how i just up because of what happened to you and and how sad would it I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Not how sad would it be, but to just be black and white. Like, I've definitely questioned faith and humanity, all that shit, um, since my dad died. Like, it would be so sad to just think, well, he's just, he's gone now and he's Mm -hmm. gone forever and I'm never going to see him again. Like, there's got to be something that gets you through the day, you know? Just, if you believe this, like, there's something that's out there. I don't know what it is, but there's something out there that has made it all lead up to this moment. Yeah. You know, and well, and w- it's not just black and white. It, like it is, and, and, but the, the, there is a reverse to that, too, though. <laughs> I, uh, there's a lot more. <laughs> I, there's a reason why you still hold on to those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not just pure shit that your human body is made that way yeah (laughs) you know like that you would have a subconscious to be more connected to things and i I think just that alone makes me have hope that there's there's more to this or i think our evolution would make us more think in a black and white like Mm -hmm. they're dead they're it's where i'm at with my mom's death it's more kind of those theories and thoughts and like listening to people like elon musk and what they say is like where my brain goes now it's kind of like i've i haven't got over like the sadness or anything like that but it's not so much i don't know thinking about her death or anything as much anymore Uh it's just more of like my own mortality and what this all means it's like more in my head that the further i get away from her own death like, you're probably the only person I've ever heard that said they listened to Elon Musk and the fucking bullshit he talks about. I love him, man. I think I get so much shit from my coworkers and stuff, and I, I, I think he's great. I, well, I but, mean, he has a lot of stupid saying, ideas, but he has, also has, like, one of well, the most successful. I'm not saying he's a perfect person. I, 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 I He has his flaws, but I, I do think he's, like generally his like thought behind things is like positive and he i do think overall he's is like doing things for the right reason Uh and he gets a lot and i think because he's involved with so much money that people report things on him are a little like 
media firing up store. Just like uh-huh. Trump saying fake news, but I say fake news on a lot of Elon stuff. When he does do things, I, I, I think his brain is actually, I think he's on the spectrum in some way. Oh, and, he definitely uh, is. Well, and, but, and so like how he communicates things, like the context is always a little off when people like read it compared to hearing him or um, actually knowing why he, he said a, a, a th- certain thing. His social cues like throw pe- people off, but uh-huh. his intentions I think are, are amazing. And I think he's amazing just because of how many different projects he's, he's working on at yeah. once. It doesn't even make sense how one, I mean, he has his teams, but he's still re- heavily involved with each of his different, uh-huh. like whether it's boring company, SpaceX, yeah. Say what you want. I mean, he holds one of the most successful yeah. companies there is in the whole world or whatever. I mean, he might have a lot of stupid ideas, but or not stupid, but I mean, just well, out there, what, oh, like yeah. what you're saying, but Tesla is like the most successful. Well, right. And, and he, uh, he just I does Tesla, right guy, right? Pure, he purely <laughs> does Tesla so he can help fund like SpaceX and like, yeah. uh, the, the one scary thing though, to bring on the, if we are in a matrix, is what Elon said that if most likely the real world probably sucks because you're only going to make a fake world better than what you're in. You're not going to make a shittier world. So, and I'm like, well, that makes sense too. If you think about it. <laughs> so do we really want to know the real world? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, there is a question I forgot to ask you. And maybe this is just for like public knowledge. I mean, I don't know, but um, so your mom was killed by somebody else in a car. Right? Yeah. Um, and that guy who killed her, mm-hmm. who is he? I never cared. I never went, wanted to go after this guy or anything like that. Uh-huh. I do, I mean, he was drinking and shit, like he was a shithead, of, but I was like feel young, like his punishment guy. of like, and he, the thing that pissed me off is he hit and ran, like someone else be like behind went and helped my mom or whatever uh-huh. and called the paramedics he like ran away from it which that makes uh, that's a pretty shitty move like yeah um he's a bad person but i feel like the guilt of ki- knowing you killed someone like is so beyond anything i would want to do to like uh-huh. that was and i kind of talked my brother did. about it and my yeah. brother's like yeah i that's it's over with like yeah being mad at him is not going to bring my mom back. I don't give a shit. And I'm sure he's dealing with way shitty things, like more than me going like to the judge and standing up at a trial and being like, this guy ruined my life. Yeah. And I did have had thoughts like, well, for my mom's sake, maybe I should have done that. But I think my mom was a good enough person where, well, she would know like, what's that really yeah, going to do? Like, so I don't yeah. really, I haven't followed it up or care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it's uh, like it, it wasn't avo- probably an avoidable thing though. That's the really sh- yeah. that's shitty, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but I have other thoughts. Like, what if she got cancer again the next? You know, those things. Oh, like, yeah. it just it it, it's over with, and she didn't know it happened. Like, maybe yeah. that's the best. Um, yeah. Thing like like I said, the kill cancer thing kind of pe- made peace in my mind with. Like even if it did go a certain way you'd kind of just be the same bill we all know and anyway. yeah but i think <laughs> I, I think it would it would, it would be like parts, if, if yeah if she suffered for a while that would i can't imagine people who have had to deal with that like yeah. that's that's like next level but then once i i said that 
you know, I've thought about how getting that phone call that someone died in a car crash or this or that, and it's not like you think. So, yeah. or like waited for my, what's it going to be like when my grandma dies? It's like yeah. I was already prepared for it, you know, like, yeah. so those situations, I can't say what it's like. You might be able to get over it in a different way or something. Who knows? Yeah. But I just imagining for what I went through, if that was added on top, yeah, that's messed up. Like, oh yeah, this is crazy, huh? I do need to go yeah. here. No, you're good. Um, well, I wish I didn't. I kind of wish now it was last night, so we could have. I mean, I don't know if we had that much talk. It was a good way to no, end, yeah. but it, it just well, I was not too... have to worry about it. Yeah, it? that's okay. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.